0: RDTDaily.com presents a Tarabuster with comedian Tara Devlin.
1: Uh Uh-oh. Hello. That's not Ron Pacone. Hello. Nice to see you, everybody. How's the mic sounding? How is it sounding? How's it looking? How's it feeling? Nice to see you. Thank you all for being here. This will be our show before Christmas. I'm sorry I wasn't able to. I promised I would do a show during the week and I didn't. And that is only because I had to, well, not had to, but I was honored to fill in for Mike Molloy. Uh, Robin Kincaid and I uh, filled in on the Mike Malloy show. We pre-recorded today. So that show is just about wrapping up in 10 minutes. If you are a truth seeker You can listen to it on the podcast or whatever, you know. Hopefully, I know we have a lot of crossover listeners and supporters. So um, thank you and welcome. Yeah, I need, I know, Haiku, I need to add 100 to the episode. This is actually episode 373, not 273, so... I got to catch up with that. I should, I'll just do it next time. Every time I type it in there, I'm like, should I change it now? Will it look weird? Eh, Who cares? Right. Nobody cares. All right. Thank you for hanging out. I see the chat room hopping and popping at youtube.com slash C for channel slash TaraBuster. Tell me how, how does it sound? It sounds a little something in my ear set here, my headset. Um, and let me see. Let's see. Thank you for your support. I want to thank JD for your your donation on PayPal. Thank you so much, very generous donation. And of course, Charlie from APS Radio News for keeping the show going and growing, and all oh, and your kind kind words and your donation to the Community Cats and little Booty Booty Boo, the P, the beautiful Booty Bootica. And thank you guys for your feedback about the sound. I'm glad to hear it's uh, everything sounds normal. All right, normal. Normal is all relative, though, right? And who else? Oh yeah, I have to thank Charlie from APS Radio News. Yes, and let me see, Andrea Weinstein for your your PayPal support. Thank you so much. And if you can. Become a patron at patreon.com slash taradevil, and that'll help keep the show going and growing. All right, that's enough for the plugs. That's the e-begging for tonight. And, well, I might beg some more later. We'll see. We'll see what happens. And thank you, Jim, for your super chat over on the super chat uh, YouTube channel. I will... I have determined that during the week, hopefully... I won't be as busy between Christmas and New Year. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Because things kind of. People just want to chill out. I will, you know, try to do a show. But I have my birthday show coming up on. Well, my birthday is December 27th. And. Um, but I won't be able to do a show that night because I'm going to. Um, going to Carnegie Hall. Okay. Not me. I'm not going to be performing at carnegie hall of but i i belong to the lay buddhist organization called the sgi the soka international and one of the members is a is a pianist a really big big wig pianist you know concert pianist and she has a solo performance over at the uh, at Carnegie Hall and uh, yeah, I'm going over there. So a bunch of people are going, and it just so happens to be my birthday. So that's what I'm doing, uh, rather than I don't know sitting here and feeling sorry for myself. <laughs> I'm sorry, you know the holidays are hard in my brain. Um, and what else? So maybe Thursday, because I was talking to Robin about this last year. We did a birthday show. And I had Mike Malloy and Robin Kincaid on. I know that... I haven't asked Mike yet. I think I will, though. See what he says. Last year... Because Mike is a very particular person. And he has the right to be. He is the master. and uh, But he... I don't think he was... He didn't like that there was... Um, it was confusing to... I think there was a bit of a delay. So, uh, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. He should have just called in on skype Uh, it's better when you do that i don't think it's as laggy when you call in on skype that and then the phone as the as compared to the phone but we'll see i do want to have a birthday show okay what do you think about that is that a good idea probably thursday birthday show right another year god When will it not, I'm saying, I was going to say, when will it end? But I'm not talking about myself. I'm talking when I was just thinking about Trump, frankly, you know, we can't go fucking five minutes without being invaded by this, this effing parasite. It's like having a parasite, you know, it really is. It's like having a leech that has attached itself to your soul well, it's definitely it's attached itself to our body politic, and it's sucking the life out of us. It's not letting go, and it, it's like, can we get a minute? You know, can can I get a fucking minute here? Can we get a minute without having to discuss that piece of shit? No, I guess we can't, because he is. It's like um, when you are dealing with a catastrophic illness, it's got to take. Front and center, the forefront of your mind and your life, you have to dedicate your life to, uh, you know, getting your health back, and that's what really what we're what what the situation is. It's like our body politic has a parasite, has cancer, yes, as twisted nerves painting says, a parasite that quotes Hitler daily. And that parasite is sickening us through and through. Um, We—it's not the only problem. It it really is a symptom. It's a symptom of our effed-up lifestyle, so to speak. Right? We had a shitty lifestyle. Sometimes that's what happens. Everything is cause and effect. You—you know, like smoking. Right in your right. You may not feel the negative effects of the of, of smoking a cigarette, let's say, uh, but it will manifest down the road because everything, you know, is every action has a reaction, but he is a reaction to many things that we, in this country that, um, well, he's the manifestation of the, um, of the work we've never done like we never finished the work of reconstruction and this is what allows uh, racism to run rampant unchecked in this country we've always and we've we've also uh i and i we've discussed this before on the show how we we make too many compromises to, with with um with the parasites, with the um, worst people who don't—I I, mean—I I think it's uh, that we. So it's sort of like projection. This is why Republicans—they think that everyone is as as uh, filthy and disgusting as they are—and they project on us, on everybody else. Their 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 level, the levels that they will sink to hold power, but. A lot of people don't act like that. Not, that's not everyone's motivation. And they don't, you know, they can't imagine that, especially Trump because he's, he's such a, he's a disgusting, you know, sociopath. But they, you know, the, the fact is throughout our history, we've made too many concessions to things that suck. The the, the concessions to the things that are killing us as a, as a, as a constitutionally limited democratic Republic that are killing the body politic. You cannot make concessions. You cannot compromise with, with, uh, evil, right? You can't compromise with the, with the things that are absolutely wrong, like, as we have done in our history, compromising, you know, the three fifths compromise. And the compromise, let me look this up. Compromise throughout American history. Let's see several significant compromises that have shaped the nation some of the most notable political compromises include the compromise of 1790 the compromise of 1850 the compromise of 1877 the connecticut the connecticut compromise and the constitutional convention hold on we will be right back on the holiday show Treason's greetings from the Republican Party. Mm. I'm dribbling on myself, my coffee. So the Compromise of 1850 consisted of five laws that dealt with the issue of slavery and territorial expansion. It was introduced by Senator Henry Clay in an attempt to seek a compromise to avert a crisis between the North and the South. As part of this compromise, the Fugitive Slave Act was amended california entered the union as a free state and a territorial government was created in utah and as this country was expanding this is the problem with we we had to make compromises with the filthy slave holders and um because they were afraid that when a state entered the union that they that Eventually, there'll be t- too many free states and that would mean that um, we would you know, the free states would vote their human property away out of existence. right They would take away their human par- property. And so the compromise would be that as a state entered the Union, if one state entered as a free state, another state entered had to enter as a slave-holding state. And, you know, th- there, there's the example of compromising with evil, the Fugitive Slave Act, meaning which just unleashed terrorism in general, that uh, th- those who had never known slavery at all could be kidnapped uh, for, for a price and brought back and brought into the the apartheid South, and of course that's exactly what happened. I mean, I don't know how any any person who had darker pigment lived in this country at that time. And in fact, we've discussed it before how Frederick Douglass at one, at the at one point just said, "Fuck this, I'm out of here." I don't know if you put it that way, and um, not soon, uh, well, pretty soon after, I should say that Lincoln passed or signed the Emancipation Proclamation that made him, um, you know, change his mind. He said, okay, well, maybe it's not as bad as I thought because he had gone, because Frederick Douglass went to England uh, prior and he was well-known all over uh, and highly respected, you know, very respected, very strong and powerful person, very strong, very highly respected as Trump would say, and he, so he would go to England. He was, he went to England and he would, um, give speeches and whatnot, um, generating support and money and whatnot for the cause of, of, uh, emancipation. And the, um, so, yeah, you know, he was treated like a human being in England and it was very shocking to him. So he was like, geez, I can get used to this. And that's why he was going to leave. And, yeah, but anyway, um, it just goes to show you, you know, you cannot compromise with evil. You, you shouldn't. You shouldn't compromise with snakes. Because a snake is going to be a snake. A fascist is a fascist. And, you know, like Trump is saying that he um, he's not a Nazi. He's never read Mein Kampf. He's never read it does I I have no doubt he probably never did read Mein Kampf. Who knows? Does it matter? The reason he's a Nazi is because he's a Nazi. They can't help it. In every Republican chest beats the heart of fascism. They just can't help it. That's why they have to they talk about camps and deporting millions and, you know, tickling the racist funny bones and Everything else, the authoritarian, oh, dictator on day one. And that's why pesky democracy gets in the way of that. So it doesn't matter whether he studied Hitler. Well, it's, you know, um, it's the characteristics. It's not like uh, that. It's, they, they share the characteristics because that's how fascists behave. They can't help it. They don't know any other way. It's in their hearts. Which is also, I mean, everything about them drives me up a wall. As you've noticed, I'm sure you have, that Republicans are calling people fascists now. Everything is, well, because every day day is opposite day, and it's also uh, their motto is I'm rubber, you're glue, whatever you say bounces off of me and sticks to you. It's a way of minimizing and well it's a way of confusing their dumbasses who are already confused so that's why they pine for an authoritarian daddy to save them from the scary complex world of others who don't know their place so but they they call everybody fascist as a way of yes it's a way of gaslighting and it's a way of uh, you know nullifying that word nullifying it so uh, fascist everybody just throws that word around until t- until it has no meaning, until they get to hide behind you know, you know their fake ass love of country as they're destroying everything this country is supposed to be founded on. A, it's not founded on aristocracy. It's not founded on on uh, monarchy or uh, rule by the rich. It's not founded on... It's founded on the the general welfare. Now, I know we've had... We have a long road. And certainly, the uh, Americans didn't... Not all Americans had a seat at the table, that's for sure. Women, you know, people who had darker pigment. They're, they're, uh, the country was created for white men, as it was in other countries. But... As the, the human consciousness evolves and more uh, Americans, the, a diverse um, people, you know, we are a, a, a nation of immigrants and culturally diverse, uh, as we, more people get a seat at the table, that's when they can't handle it. And, and the fascism comes, comes out. They've always been that way as we could, uh, just in American history, look at the KKK as if democracy breaks out, they got something for you. They got terrorism. They have, and, and that, all of that came from, you know, another compromise, the compromise that pulled the troops out of the South. And, and made uh you know the what would it have yeah the it just stopped the the it just stopped reconstruction let's see so the compromise we talked about the compromise of 1850 uh, the compromise the missouri compromise addressed the issue of slavery in the territories acquired through the louisiana purchase and the mexican secession Oh, excuse me. These compromises were crucial in shaping the political and social landscape. Hold on a second. Compromise of 1870. The Compromise of 1850. Where was I? Wait. Oh, no. no. Excuse me. The Compromise of 1790. We, we discussed... Wait, what am I discussing here? No, we discussed the compromise of 1850. It consisted of five laws that dealt with the issue of slavery and territorial expansion. Yes, we kind of, we talked about that. I was just trying to get it straight here. What was the compromise of 18 of 1790? Let's see. Compromise of 1790. I mean and, and when you think, you know the compromise what are you compromising? you're compromising your values, you're com- compromising humanity. You're slicing up, uh, uh, you're just sacrificing human beings, certain demographics. Be right back. All right, so the Compromise of 1790 was an agreement between Alexander Hamilton, Thomas Jefferson, and James Madison, Hamilton succeeded in his proposal for the federal government to assume and pay off state debts. Jefferson and Madison secured the location of the, uh, of the national capital, the District of Columbia, for the South. This was a compromise. Okay, so this wasn't a, uh, having to do with slavery. and This compromise resolved a deadlock in Congress that was a significant example of the American political practice. The agreement, also known as the dinner table bargain, was a crucial moment in the early history of the United States, shaping the nation's financial and political landscape. Okay, so that was that. And then we had the Compromise of 1850, which was the slave state and free state nonsense. And then the Compromise of 1877, which was also known as the Bargain of 1877 or the Wormley Agreement, an informal, unwritten deal that settled the disputed 1876 presidential election. And this is when Reconstruction stopped. So the compromise resulted in, a, in Republican Rutherford B. Hayes being awarded the presidency in exchange for the removal of federal troops from the South effectively ending reconstruction additionally the compromise evolved involved excuse me the appointment of at least one S- southern democrat to hayes's cabinet now remember the democrats at the time were the slaveholder; they were the racist they were the entrenched power structure things have uh flipped pretty much now that they uh you know now the republicans are the party of uh unabashed racism and bigotries of all sort. And we'll, we have the receipts, which we will discuss. Uh, so let's see, where was I? The construction of another transcontinental railroad through the South and the Texas legislation to help industrialize the South. The um, blah, 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 the compromise of 1877, a significant event and led to the withdrawal for federal forces from the South. And, which is w- what leads us to today. You know, there had to be Reconstruction at the, uh, at the, the power of the federal government. There had to, to be a, uh, you know, we, we needed to force these conservatives to act like a, like human beings who want to live in a democracy, but they can't do it. Which is, well, I mean, we talk about it all the time. Sometimes I think about the turning points in history, and that's certainly one of them. Yeah, you know, what does it matter? You get your Republican, which were the you know the Progressive Party at the, of the time. You you have a Republican president. What does it matter when progress has, has completely stopped, and all the, the all the people, all the young men and women who sacrificed. To keep this unit union, who left their their limbs and and lives on the battlefield, what what for what? For nothing. Because what what ensued as soon as the troops left the South, it uh, uh, decades decades of domestic terrorism. That's conservatism. That's what they do. They don't like democracy. They don't want people to vote. They don't want to share with others. They, they can't handle it. They, I mean, I'm talking about sharing civilization. You know, they want all the benefits of civilization. Of course they, they do. They just don't want it to uh, any of the responsibilities we have to each other. And they especially don't want to have to share civilization with uh, anybody who's got different anything, I mean, when you think about how stupid it is to be uh, to be racist, I and mean, there are m- numerous studies, of course, that talk about how you know racism is uh, hand in hand with with stupidity. But what are you racist about? What darker pigment? There is, su- is such a stupid. Who cares? you you have darker pigment. Like it's so goddamn ridiculous. But you know, they just don't they can't keep up as the as human beings evolve. And we do. We evolve as a species, as a as a human race. Since we've crawled out of the ooze, as you can see. You know, there are certain um what do you call it? Uh you know, enlightened Uh, let's say universal zeitgeist or consciousness that we get enlightened at certain times to, to, and we make a step forward like thousands of years, four thousands of years. The, 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 the uh, morality of slavery was never even questioned as you, we've discussed before, even in the Bible, in the ancient book of fables, they've, Jesus never said a thing about slavery. I, I spe- he never questioned the morality of slavery, which is why the slaveholders used to use the Bible to justify holding human beings in in perpetual bondage as property. So, yeah, uh how do you how do you get your how do you get around that? You know, I guess they just forget about it. Now, they don't, you know, slaves be good to your masters, right? They'll point to it. This is what Republicans do. They pick and choose. Now they, now they point to uh, one line in the, in the Old Testament that said, uh, a man lying with another man is an abomination, like eating shellfish and wearing cloth of two different fabrics and whatnot. You know, they, they don't talk about the fabrics, or the shellfish they like they want their sh- their their shellfish when they go to you know the uh, the buffet when they go to the to some some uh low-rent buffet where they can have all you can eat right they'll they're chowing down on the shellfish even though it's an abomination right it's a it says right there okay but this is what we're dealing with they're not They're not well, and let's, uh, hey, don't take my word for it. Here's some examples. Now, here's, um, there's many things. Uh, What I want to talk about today. We can start, well, uh, the Supreme Court handed Trump a win because they are illegitimate, and they are, they have no, Honor, and we, uh, and Robin and I, when we recorded the Mike's, Mike Mike Malloy's show today, this is part of what we were discussing. They have no honor. They have no decency. So, of course, if they did, they would have taken Jack Smith's. Uh, I don't mean, know. Um, what do you call it? His. Uh, his. I don't know. What is it? What do you call it? Why can't I find the word? I hope I don't have Alzheimer's. Um, you know, uh, well, he was asking them to take up, to just bypass all the bullshit, all the lower courts. And then the, the, uh, the appellate court and the, and, uh, there's two different, there's two courts now step that, that uh, Trump is going to drag us through to get to the Supreme court. and, jack smith in the interest of the american people like like what happened in uh in the case against nixon nixon wanted to keep his yeah motion thank you (laughs) thank you jim on the chat exactly uh that's the word i was looking for his motion and uh but they the he was asking the illegitimate supreme court to follow precedent and take up this uh, the the case immediately and decide on uh whether the the question of whether a uh a filthy disgusting republican so-called president despite receiving fewer votes is immune from prosecution get the because because why Uh, because it's in his mind you know we he says we have a an article, too. I don't, I don't even know. What, what does he fucking think? Uh, that means, so the founders fought a revolution to overthrow a king just to recreate a king here. There's no, that, that's not what happened. So, but the Supreme Court does Trump's bidding because they are illegitimate. And we actually have, I mean, we have uh, three of them are kept, they're kept men. We there are numerous, especially Uncle Clarence, wh- who has no honor. He has no dignity. He has no decency in any sense of the word. But they all have been taking bribes from by from billionaires, which is that in itself is an abomination. And one of the things we I was we were talking about on Mike Malloy's show, Robin and I, is that uh, the stuff that we say here that the Supreme Court is illegitimate and they have no honor because if they had honor, they wouldn't be on the Supreme Court. They would have denied um, or just uh, declined Mitch McConnell's invitation to usurp the the court, right? When everybody after, um, after what should have been Merrick Garland's seat You know, Gorsuch, Justice I Like Beer, Amy Coney Handmaid, have no honor and are illegitimate. And it it takes honor. Don't you think you have to have some sense of honor? Whereas the, of course they don't. You know, you have Uncle Clarence, who is, who's a kept man. He is... It's so disgusting, and there are stories coming out about how Uncle Clarence was kind of threatening one of the people in Congress that he wanted his salary raised. Well, you know what? You can go be a fucking high-paid, powerful attorney, Uncle Clarence, if you want to. You can open your own goddamn practice and and stop whining like a whiny little bitch. That you're not paid enough when you're thousand dollars salary? Go get, get the F out of here. And just the fact, think about it, we've talked about it on the show, how someone who uh, is, allows a billionaire to bi- just do everything for them, buy them an RV, buy their mother's house, and let their mother live in it for free send their so-called son to college, when do you start feeling like I'm being used, right? Wouldn't you feel kind of funny about that? Of course, it one hand washes the other, but wouldn't you, or send, send him and his, and his goddamn traitor insurrection, his wife, on a whirlwind tour of Earth for half a million dollars? a nice trip for ha- that costs half a million dollars and flying all over on private jets and i mean when do you say look hey i um i could pay for my own mother's house you know it's, uh, it's very kind of you but thank you very much i'm a i'm a grown ass man with a good salary uh, you i you know it's kind of insulting right if you had any dignity If you had any decency or self-respect, you know, these are the same people that are, they whine when someone gets a extra $15 in a fucking, uh, food stamps or something, right? That's, uh, they're taking advantage, but they, they have no problem being, being kept men. Oh, these people are, they have so many issues, that I, they really simply need to get help, get fucking help, you know what I mean, instead of inflicting your manias on the country, but anyway, and, and ginsurrectionist Ginny Thomas is a very sick person too, she was in a cult, right, now she's in another cult, and, uh, she's in the maggot cult, she went around uh, talking about before she found the maggot t- cult. She uh, became some kind of advocate for getting out of cults, and we go around and speak about how oh anybody can become a cult victim. Look at me, I'm I'm uh, such as am so smart, and uh, I'm a uh, you know married to this my best friend who is a kept man, a billionaire who billionaires keep as a pet, but anybody if if me if i can fall into a cult you can too Yes, she is uh she was involved with life spring an organization she later considered to be a cult in the 1980s she sought counseling she might want to reconsider um and uh re-up her counseling sessions um she sought counseling and joined the cult awareness network after leaving the group she became a critic of the controversial religion of excuse me controversial bleh, i can't talk controversy how can i i can't talk, you know what i'm saying uh religious groups speaking on panels and organizing anti-cult workshops for congressional staffers this was in 86 and 88 her history as an anti-cult activist has been the subject of public interest in relation to to her uh, later involvement in far-right-wing conspiracy theory groups. She is one of the people that is responsible for... I mean, she's in the coup. She's a fucking traitor, like the rest of She is an uh, uh, outright traitor, which is why it was her best friend, Uncle Clarence, the kept man, the little pet of the billionaires, who was the only dissenting vote... On a uh, whether these text messages could be released to the port to the peons, that whether the peons get to look at what their what the what the wannabe dictator was up to when uh, we were voting him out of office. This son of a bitch! I hate these people, but they can't help it. They are anti-American. They are anti-democratic. That's why. Uh, so here, here, here's my opinion, you know, on Colorado that, so he, uh, first of all, I don't want, well, in, in a way it's sort of, it is like a, it's a double-edged sword because I think that we will have a better shot of, uh, you know, crushing the, the right wing, fa- the fascist uprising, you know, legally and peacefully crushing them. When, uh, with Trump at the top of the ticket and it is in our best interest as a nation to hang Trump around the neck of the Republicans, like the albatross that he is, he needs, they all need to be stained with his orange pus. They allowed this con man into their into into their party, they made him their standard bearer. They know he's a traitor. He's a danger to national security. Not only does he have classified documents in his shitter, he has them all over his Marimoron Roach Motel. That is a magnet for spies. He also uh, apparently recently came out how uh, one of the documents that had. Uh, the detailed doc uh, classified documents about Putin and Russia's involvement in making Trump the so-called president, despite receiving fewer votes. He, that Trump ordered that document to be delivered to him, and then it disappeared. He he absconded the White House after he was voted out by We the People. He took that document, uh, and no one has seen it. Though, uh, as Tom Hartman said, he he, uh, I was listening to him earlier, and he was saying, "Well, I wonder what what the the message that Ron Paul or excuse me Rand Paul delivered directly to Putin. What 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 was that? Right? Could it have been this the what the the intelligence the secrets our national secrets that." Trump, uh, you know, found in our docket in these documents, because in the documents that there were human sources in there, unredacted, you uh, uh, the spies, the people who put their lives on the line. And could it be? I don't know. You know, I mean, Trump is a danger to national security. They know this. They know he's a traitor, but they're traitors, too. You understand. That's why they they want Putin to. They don't give a shit if Putin destroys Ukraine, if Putin takes over Ukraine and uh, rolls over Ukrainian democracy. They don't care. They want to roll over American democracy. They want to do what their hero Viktor Orban did in Hungary. And uh, create an illiberal democracy. They they look to him as uh, that's why they go and they they have their meetings and they go and do their their cease whatever the hell that is CPAC, Nuremberg rallies, um, in uh, Hungary. Wait, hold on, and he literally calls it. Um, the, an illiberal democracy, and they, and what what Viktor Orban is doing in Hungary is uh, is very frightening, frankly, because he's he has uh, destroyed their education system. He's made it illegal to teach gender studies, things like that. All of the things that Republicans want to do here, okay. This is what they are. The, uh, let me see. Okay. Well, I can't spell. Liberal. Okay. Okay, so anyway. So as far as Colorado is concerned, so Trump was kicked off of the Colorado ballot because he is a traitor. The, the, the lower court had twisted the 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 judge on the lower court twisted herself into all kinds of uh, weird shapes t- saying that Trump is a traitor and that he engaged in uh insurrection uh, but then not uh, lowering the boom basically and kicking him off the ballot but the the Colorado Supreme Court, when it went to the Supreme Court, they disagreed and said that Trump is a traitor. He gave, he, he committed, uh, you know, he was involved in the insurrection and he is not eligible to be on the ballot. Hold on, I'll be right back. And so they kicked, so the Republicans are, are losing their minds about this happening. They're saying, let the people vote. Now, this is, these are the same people. Now, the irony, right, is so thick. The hypocrisy is bottomless. Let the people vote. These are the same people that want to, they wanted to, they tried to install a fascist in the White House despite receiving fewer votes. Again, he lost He lost the election. They knew it. They know it. They know. But these are the ones, you know, let the people vote. Well, the people voted. And the people actually voted, if we want to go back, talking about the illegitimate Supreme Court, the people voted for Barack Obama. And the people in two landslide elections gave Barack Obama the That task that that was part of the presidency of nominating a Supreme Court, uh, nominating a person to be a Supreme Court justice, that we, we, the people, gave him that in two landslide elections. So let the people vote. And then you had Mitch McConnell, Moscow Mitch, otherwise known as the gravedigger of American democracy, step in and take that right away from the american people because he didn't he didn't give he didn't stick it to obama which is of course how the corporate media framed it that oh he violated norms and he he uh prevented obama from uh, from having his nomination to the supreme court even have a hearing but that, you know, and it's uh, just violating norms. That's not violating a norm. You're, you're destroying democracy. You're kicking the legs out from under democracy. You're whittling away at the pillars of democracy. And you're not doing it to Obama. You're doing it to the American people. The people, the millions who voted for him. And uh, so t- t- you, Mitch Moscow Mitch, who represents the same amount of people that probably are in my neighborhood here in Queens and his entire fucking state gets to step in in front of the will of the American people? It is, it's absolutely outrageous and offensive. And and why? I wish that the Democrats would listen to this show and start framing the narrative correctly. This is an illegitimate Supreme Court and so as far as trump with colorado now um my opinion is that and it's not just mine other people are talking about but well i'm not really hearing this on the corporate media they're saying well the republicans are saying let the people vote but the reason the we have in the constitution now these are the republicans who are You know, they carry around their pocket constitutions like they ever read it, and they take it out as if it's some kind of, you know, magic something. They wave it around whenever they want to deny someone health care or a living wage or a hot lunch, right? They'll take out their pocket constitutions, and they'll wave it as as if that means they are constitutionalists. Well, if they were constitutionalists, they would know that it explicitly prevents or bars traitors, those who have, f- have committed insurrection against the, the government and have given aid and comfort to insurrectionists. It forbids them from holding office and therefore running for office which I find, you know, another thing that the, the I'm hearing these pundits on the corporate media talk about saying that, well, it says that you can't hold office, but it doesn't say you can't run for office. Well, well what happens if you win? If the trader wins, then we just, what, duke it out on the steps of the Capitol again? Doesn't sound very uh, yeah, um, small-D democratic, but the fact is, the Constitution bars traitors from running for office because, as a as a bulwark uh, against a authoritarian takeover, that the, we're as a way to prevent or to protect, I should say, that's a more appropriate word to protect the grand experiment against traitors who would turn it into an authoritarian hellscape it's a way to to protect the 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 government the founders fought a revolution to create and entrust to us you know this rare thing a republic if you can keep it so that let the people vote no it's not in this case not for a traitor who wants to destroy democracy who is saying outright that he will be a dictator and, we, and besides the point, we know what he will do. He is a traitor. He has engaged in an insurrection against this country. We have it on tape. We have his words. Exactly. Haiku on the chat. Aid and comfort. Go home. We love you. You're very special. This is what happens when an election is ripped from you, you piece of dirt you effing disgusting orange turd, you filthy fascist bastards, and, and they, they, they want him to be the so-called president so he can finish the coup. And the Constitution has a, an explicit, it explicitly says it, so that a mob cannot vote a, 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 an authoritarian dictator into office it's not in the it's not in the realm of possibilities then it's a way of protecting the democracy the 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 country the system uh, not letting it fall to autocracy even if a mob wants it that way you know we're going to have to step up the mob is just going to have to step up and evolve the mob whether they like the, the you know, uh, democracy, we know it's, we know that's pretty much they don't because they are uh, constantly undermining it at every turn. So, you know, um, that's beside the point. Whether they want an autocrat in office, they will let us vote. No, you don't get to vote for traitors. You get to vote for people who, take an oath to the constitution and uh, p- protect and preserve and defend it that's what this country is you you know this is what we would, we've been talking about too on uh you know for, for a long time that you just because you don't like democracy uh, you don't like sharing a country with people who are different than you That's your, that's your problem. Move, go to, you don't get to turn this country into an authoritarian hellscape. You don't get to do that. There are plenty of other countries that you might be more comfortable in. If you don't like democracy, they move, go to, or go to Hungary, go to Turkey, go in Hungary, go to Russia, go, go to North Korea, you love it, you know they have mandatory flag salutes. I know the Republicans are all about the mandatory flag salutes and and uh, all and everybody in their place and it, that's what they want They want an authoritarian daddy so you could have one that's uh, I mean um, Trump he loves he loves uh, he loves North Korea. you never hear him. Praising the Democratic allies, right? You never hear him say how you know what. What you hear him, but when he was squatting in the White House, despite receiving fewer votes and, and embarrassing us and and turning us into Putin's bitch, what we did hear is him de- uh, denigrating our Democratic allies and 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 really with envy. Talking about how Xi, how uh, Kim Jong-un, what a smart cookie. He says, jump, and they all stand at attention. And that's what he wants, because he's a little bitch who doesn't have the, the manners, the maturity, the decency, the dignity to function in a democratic society. He's not strong enough. He's a weak little bitch. And that's the dirty secret of all authoritarians. They're not strong. They're weak. They're not courageous. They're cowards. They're not anything to, to look up to. They should be pitied, if anything. But because it's all about, you know, f- how fragile they are. They can't take criticism because they're... They're little bitches who stand on on uh, a, a very slippery. They stand on sand, really, with a lot of traders propping them up. But okay, we're back. Tara Devlin, unapologetic liberal talk. Become a patron at Patreon.com. Slash Tara Devlin. Keep the show going and growing. Okay, so uh, thank you, Charlie. Thank you, supporters. Thank you, Jim, for your super chat. And uh, everybody else. Thank you, JD, for your PayPal donations. What was I going to play? So here's here's Jesse Waters They're talking about the Colorado decision.
0: Trump's arrest city he becomes more powerful in the eyes of the voters. What's going to happen when they take him off the ballot? They're turning Trump into the greatest political underdog America's ever witnessed. They're setting up the greatest comeback story in really? American political history. They say they're protecting us from danger, but Trump's not a danger to us. He's a danger to them.
1: And Americans He's are starting to fascist. ask themselves why. It feels like the left wants violence, really? because that's where this is going. We're being baited, so their actions are justified. That's really? how it feels. Does the more it? the left overplays their hand, the scarier the left. Sketch. See, th- that is a perfect example of stochastic terrorism, right there. The left wants violence. No, we want a rule of law. We want, you know, nation of law. Remember the filthy fascists, the Republicans. Walking with, uh, with the during the Bill Clinton impeachment, walking their 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 uh, you know their phony ass charges over to the Senate to file rule of law, rule of law like we accept you, we accept you, Google gago, Google, Google. you know like the freaks that they are. They wanted to see Bill Clinton's penis and all that. You know, Justice I like beer was part of that. But the left wants violence? No. We're, we're not committing violence. They, you, you, are, that's all you, traitors. And what he's saying is violence is justified. They can't, because they don't have anything. If you notice that in every, every criminal charge against the traitor, Trump traitor, the, the, the filthy parasite, they never have anything um true or they don't they don't respond legally and peacefully of course because they don't have anything to defend themselves with it's always oh it's a witch hunt they respond to oh i'm being picked on where's your you know the, uh, where, where's your defense they have none so what, a, and I, I a dead and there's no greater uh, evidence of a dead Ender ideology than the violence. That's all over the world. you see that. When dead enders have nowhere to go because they are they have nothing. people don't want them. People have rejected them. We don't want their their ideology. We don't want what they are selling or whatever they're trying to sell. I mean, they have nothing. They have racism. They have division. They have hate. And no one wants it. They have women, forced birth, right? They have, uh, telling you what to read, telling you what to be. I mean, the same thing with the, these Republicans. Or they say, Oh, uh, everyone's gonna, the Democrats come in and they want you to change your gender. no, we want people to be their authentic selves, to have the freedom, to live this blip of time of called life that we all have to share together. To live it, in the uh, to live their best lives, you know that's the point of forming a society, a government. I know Republicans are like, well, they quote Margaret Thatcher: "There is no society." Bullshit. If there's no society, get the fuck out then. That's what I love about these Republicans. They they never just get the fuck out. They never just go to uh, the the woods like the Unabomber. He didn't like society. He went, I mean, he shouldn't have bombed people, but he went into the woods. He built a cabin, and he stayed in the woods. He lived off the land. They don't even have the integrity of the Unabomber to do that. But they want to... what they want everything they want all the benefits that liberals progressives democrats normal people fight for and uh, they want that if you notice i was on some um some right-wing i was looking at this right-wing i mean twitter is now a cesspool it's awful uh, proving yet again that Republicans destroy everything they touch. It didn't take long for uh, Elon Musk, who is the poster child uh, for the 90% top marginal tax rate, that's for sure. But it didn't take long for him to destroy that site and turn it into a cesspool. That's what they do. So, um, and I was looking at, you know, because they're like, oh, uh, this thread, they were talking about Colorado and everybody's picking on them and all. And, of course, there's violence now. The Republicans, they're sowing violence against the, the Supreme Court justices of Colorado. They're doxing them. They're, they're threatening them because, you know, they're, they're dead enders. And I'm, look, I'm reading the, the comments, and it's all like how everybody's picking on them and, and uh, violence. And, you know, it's just they have nothing they have nothing. They can't defend their actions. So all they could do is cry and whine and say, everybody's picking on us. Everybody is picking on us. Where's your defense? Did Trump not commit uh, treason? Th- there was no insurrection? See, uh, that's another thing. You know, gaslighting. Oh, it wasn't an insurrection. It was Antifa. Now it's not Antifa. It's Black Lives Matter. No, it's... Uh, it's the poor uh, political prisoners, right? It's Antifa. It's political. Pri- which is it? Does, it depends. Depends on what day and what they're trying to justify. But the what they have. I mean, him going on Fox News, this filthy fascist propaganda outlet that makes people stupid, as studies show it, that people who watch Fox news are less informed than those who watch no news at all. Yeah. Uh, I, it's, I didn't make it up. They do. They make it up. And that, that there was a study done by business insider, you know, that socialist rag business insider. And the, but this is what they've been doing when you talk about, uh, violence. You know, when you got to go to violence, the left wants violence. Is the left the left isn't talking about violence. The left is using the legal system. The left is holding your Fuhrer accountable in a, in a court of law. As we should. As w- that's why the founders, you know, put this system in place. It's part of the freedom it's part of a a modern democracy that we don't answer uh, vi- we don't answer with violence that's what they do that's what barbarians do we are we're evolved we we uh, battle at the election booth we battle in the legal system it, it, the minute you got to go to violence you're it just shows you how wrong you are What a dead-ender you are. But true, but go, go to a... Go, 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 go. There are plenty of places. Go. But yes, Trump is a danger to them, not us. And and of course, the Republicans. This is what we've been dealing with forever. They, they They have divided this country you know they've done this all along it's conservatism in a nutshell it's us against them the conservatism is an ideology of hierarchy where men what you know straight acting white men at the top and then everybody else in their place and you know women are uh they, the, if you're a female Republican, you have to be a bigger misogynist than the regular Republican man. And if you, any, if you are any type of Republican that isn't straight or white, you have to recognize the, uh, the inherent superiority of your white male, cis white male, straight acting betters. And the, and you also have to agree with uh, how victimized they are. You have to tell them that the most poor victims, the the, the worst victims on earth are the, are the white men. That's what they really, they say these things. It's sort of like, uh, I mean, they're very deluded, but it's like the same way they have to talk about Trump as being, you know, uh, he's such a victim and... Uh, he's, you know, he's a godly man. That's another thing I, I saw recently. Oh my God. Oh my God. He's a godly man. in fact, here, I don't know. Did we play this? I don't know if I played this already. I don't want to say he's perfect. The only perfect person that ever walked this earth was Jesus, but he is, he was wonderful in office for four years and he proved that. So what is it about Trump that you love so much? (laughs) <laughs>
0: uh, number 1 he's a godly man. He he's working for God for Darnshire. Um number 2 he really wow. cares about us. He cares about da- us. he cares oh about my. what happens to us. He cares about our I country. Can't he it. didn't come in there because he wanted the money. He's got money. He's, he's no, he he is no he doesn't. He's actually working for God and he wants to help he's us working and he wants for to for God. Us to a good he wants to make America great again and I, I you know it's true.
1: It's you know, true. I, I, I think
0: he's going to make it even greater because I don't think no matter what they try to do to stop him, he's going to come back because he's working for God wow. and God's
1: on his side. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely is. God. wow. He's working for God, everybody. What, since when? Now he's working to line his pockets and that's it. Incredible, incredible. The delusion. I mean, these people are sick. It's very cringe. I have this other... Clip of uh, another maggot. Where is it? The maga, the maga mime. This is what passes for entertainment in Magaville. If if you're listening on the podcast, it's some poor sap. This woman with a mime face, overalls. I, I don't know what is she acting out there what's she trying to act out now she's on her knees <laughs> she sucks is she supposed to is that like a robot move? and they can't take what is... Oh, so that's supposed to be somebody who's trying to take it away from her. Oh, is that shooting something? Is that the worst thing you've ever seen today? god wow it's just it's really um i don't know i'm speechless it's absolutely the worst and i'm sure she probably performed at trump's inauguration because he couldn't get anybody who had any talent she's a magamime the poor woman i mean what a sucker Oh, the other thing that I, what I was um, thinking about when I was going through the, uh, the right-wing comments and whatnot, and what, what is a, a common theme for them? It's very interesting is, uh, that the government does everything now, as you know, they're, they the Republicans are, um, talking about open borders as you know whenever there's a democratic president or democratic administration we the republicans cry that we have open borders and we don't but you know we don't have open borders no no administration had a policy of open borders okay but the fact is the republicans they they say that because it's like a siren song because they want there to be Complete um, chaos at the border. They want that because they want to go down and they want to point and they want to foment, you know, uh, hatred as they off as they do. They want people to be afraid. They want to say that you know they're terrorists and everyone's coming to kill them. And um, when I was looking at these uh, the comments of the maggots on talking about immigration, you know, and that's why they will never the republicans will never ever come up with a deal they're not adults right if you guys remember in fact robin kincaid uh, reminded me of that uh, 10 years ago there were a uh, a bi- there's a bipartisan group of legislators called the gang of 8 four democrats four republicans and they came up with They worked together and they came up with this bipartisan agreement about immigration reform that was, I guess, they all agreed on, except for the fact that the Republicans blocked it. They don't want to do anything for about immigration. That's why they'll they just want to use people as pawns. They want to send they want to trick people Send them uh, on a bus telling them that they have uh, a job waiting for them and then dump them in front of the vice president's house because they don't want to come up with a solution. They don't want to come up with a solution for any of our problems or any of the issues that we have. That's the that's the nature of life, though. You know, we there are problems, there are issues that have to be addressed periodically. All that all Republicans do is whine. They whine about the issues, but they do nothing about them. They say, "Why did uh, you know?" They'll they'll just point fingers and say, "You know, everything was uh, was beautiful when the con man who received fewer votes squatted in the White House and." killed a million americans right and told them to inject bleach then then it was fabulous they never said a damn thing about open borders right but the fact is they don't want they don't want a a, a deal about um for immigration they want there to be chaos and that's what they do so but in the in the comments, what I noticed was that the 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 uh, average Joe dumbasses were like, "Oh, these people get everything," you know, talking about the the people cross trying to get into the country, and um, they we give them everything, but we get nothing. That was a common theme in uh, which I noticed in these in these in the threads that I was watching. And which I find interesting because, and of course I had to respond to them. And I was like, you get nothing. Stop voting Republican. You see, they want, they want universal health care for themselves. They want education, right? Well, maybe not for themselves, but for, for their kids, they want that. They want living wages they want to have maternity leave paternity leave they want all of the things that liberals fight for and republicans roll back destroy do nothing in the very least when they have power they want they want all the benefits of liberal blood sweat and tears but they don't want you know they don't want to share. That's what it's about. They want it for them. They want welfare. They want the uh, the unemployment insurance. It's one of the. It's one of the things that I remember uh, back during the second near Republican Great Depression, now known as the Great Recession, when uh, uh, and, uh, there was an article in, in the New York Times about how. how right-wingers basically these conservatives that p and i think the headline was people who depend on uh on public assistance or welfare uh disparage it or something like that and they uh, or 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 criticize it let me see if i can find it who depend and there was stories about those who had lost their jobs and they only they could keep they're keeping afloat only because of you know liberal policies that they criticize and they just couldn't let go of uh, the criticism. So they would ask people, "Well, you have food stamps, you have unemployment insurance, you have you know you're 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 on welfare, you're on public assistance," and they're like, "Yes, and I wouldn't be able to." Uh, live without it because of whatever someone one of the guys had some dis, you know got hurt at work and couldn't work and uh, you know but if this was a uh, if this were Republican uh, dreamland go to the church you know ask uh, ask the church to give you a uh, give you a, some bread for the day you know maybe it'll get you through uh, lunch right? And in the in the article, they they still could not stop uh, themselves from criticizing the um, you know public assistance in general or criticizing any social safety net because they've been so propagandized, that's all they hear. so and they can't help it. They're in a cult. they if they ha- even though they, they take the benefits that, re- that liberals fought for despite of Republicans, and Republicans continuously disparage and destroy. They, uh, they just can't bring themselves to, you know, change their minds because that will mean that they're out of the cult, you know, and it's always been a cult. You know, Trump just really solidified it, but they've always been this way. They're delusional. They, they project their, uh, I mean, it's very, it's, uh, they're a bunch of, um, they're, uh, well, they're hard, they're hard to share the same air with legally and peacefully. S- especially now, because they are fascists trying to overthrow America. They hate, they hate our nation of laws. They hate our system of government. They hate it. And they continue to lie. They're disgusting. For example, here's, uh, see, where is it? Roseanne. They had this, They, uh, uh, you know, when they get together, these republicans, it always turns into a, uh, you know, a Nazi fest. And here's Roseanne screaming. This They had this turning point USA, whatever they do, Nuremberg rally. Stalinist communists with a huge helping of Nazi fascists thrown in. Yeah, that's it. You got it. Plus, wanting
0: the caliphate to replace
1: every Christian democracy on earth now. Wow like a rake on a chalkboard fascist communist socialist stalinists what else every word just throw it out there doesn't mean anything they have words have no meaning for republicans they're just triggers they're just whatever whatever will trigger the latest faux rage so let me see where uh Here's let me see. Well, I, was, I see the progressive voices show is we're winding down towards the end. What do I got here? Uh, we well, might as well talk about this because it's kind of related. Um, t- talking about the the Republican reaction to the Supreme Court, I mean, to the Colorado Supreme Court. That here's uh, remember, remember Tina Forte, this dumb bitch, Tina Forte. And now, uh, in my, I am, uh, I live in AOC's district, you know, she's my congresswoman. And Tina Forte, for years, we've discussed her many times. She's, she is, her, she is like a rake on a chalkboard. This woman, she's constantly trying to, uh, I mean, I don't know, maybe it's just so she can up her social media. But she pretends to be running for AOC seat, and she's she gave us an example of the scintillating discourse and commentary of a typical Republican, a family values Republican, uh, talking about the Supreme Court, where she called the Colorado Supreme Court uh, third world and i'll say see you next tuesdays and i cut this out on the uh, on the i have the clip but at the end where she says the see you next tuesday word i i censored it because i don't want youtube to demonetize the video but let's uh, listen into the very scintillating mature and uh I don't know, the, 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 uh, the cutting, um, biting, very mature and well, well reasoned public discourse of a typical Republican
0: and how afraid the Democrats are for us to vote. We, the people, this isn't up to those third world cunts. Oh, I forgot that part. Okay. This is up to the people. They shouldn't have a say, but they're getting all this out of the playbook of the communists. The communist playbook. Remember that. What does she know? Once this hits Supreme Court, it's going to be overturned, but if Democrats controlled everything, it would stand. That should fucking scare you. It should scare each and every one of you. What a joke that this decision is. Afraid to let us vote?
1: See, that's all they have. They don't understand. They don't reason anything through. Af- it's not about afraid to let you vote, scummy. Like I said, it's in the Constitution uh, that you hate, that you I know you pretend to love, like you pretend to love America. But insurrectionists don't get to run for office. They don't get to threaten us. To threaten the constitutionally limited democratic republic. There is no, there's no chance of uh, an insurrectionist, a wannabe dictator being voted in by a mob of goons like you, like violent goons like the republicans and getting into office to overturn the system the founders, you know, entrusted to us. That's what it says. It's not about the the people not getting to vote. Not everybody is not allowed to run. There are s- standards for public office. I know that Republicans have no standards that there is no low, too low, no bottom that they put the absolute worst people in positions of power. But there are requirements, for being a, a candidate and, and there are requirements for being a president. There are certain things. You have to be above a certain age, right? You have to, I mean, that's one of the requirements. It's not like it's, they're, they're flipping out because some young, you know, some 21-year-old like Ethan Schmidt, closet case Ethan Schmidt wants to run and he can't. It's in the Constitution, just like it's in the Constitution that a traitor can't run for office, can't hold office. Whether you want to vote for the traitor or not. But, okay, it gets better.
0: It's, it's our decision. We, the people.
1: The Constitution. This needs to
0: be reversed. It needs to be reversed.
1: That's why they call it a constitutionally limited democratic republic that's what it is there this is a nation of laws constitutionally limited we have to follow the constitution oh it'll be overturned by the by the illegitimate supreme court that's fine i i find i think if trump runs on the if he's on the ticket it just goes to show you what a dead end Ideology, the Republicans are what a lost cause, what a corpse they are, and they're all, they're all him. So, look at her. I mean, but has she said anything intelligent, anything cogent, anything mature, anything reasoned The fuck you? See you next Tuesdays. That's that's the that's the scintillating public uh that's the scintillating discourse
0: quickly and it needs to stop it needs to fucking stop what are you afraid of you're so afraid of donald trump why because our country was good under him
1: (laughs) our country was good under him uh not exactly listen 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 thank you progressive voices for hanging out we will win happy christmas thank god we can say merry christmas again happy holidays we are on the right side of history decency dignity democracy humanity we stick together we win thank you charlie from APS radio news and i will see you very soon My name is Tara Devlin. Become a patron. Support the show. Do all those things. All right. Because the country was good under him? Is that what you're afraid of? What is this accent? What an embarrassment. I hope I don't. Do I sound like that? I mean, maybe a little. Not like I mean she's she's a moron. AOC, she's the one that was like, the C is for coward. Come on, AOC, debate me, debate me. They always want to debate. What are you going to debate? AOC, you're a you're an effing cunt. I know, I said it. I didn't I didn't mean to.
0: Afraid to let us vote?
1: To let this us vote? Our decision. No, it's we no, it's the not. People, a traitor. Is ineligible, honey. And curse, curse all you want. And I mean the anger, the outrage, the constant foe rage, the angertainment. Yes, and she's a she's an insurrectionist herself. That's right, er, uh, Errol Thomas. She was at the insurrection. Jo, why isn't she in jail? Did she did she breach the Capitol? What happened? Insurrection. I will go out on a limb and say there's no chance she's going to take AOC's seat. Yes, AOC. uh, AOC's opponent was at the Capitol on January 6th and has a support of extremists.
0: This needs to be reversed, needs to be reversed
1: quickly. Okay, we stop. will, Tina. With Now that we've heard your very cogent argument, Tina, we're going to reverse. You know, we're the Supreme Court. Thank you so much, Tina. You really shook it into us. And now we know. We know the error of our ways here. Let the people vote for an insurrectionist. That's the part of the Constitution. Forget the Constitution. We're going to let the people vote. Thank you. We will reverse it, and it will be really quick, Tina, because you have you have destroyed us with your debating skills, with your command of the English language. Oh, Tina, all those, those curse words, you, you cut right through everything else. All our legal arguments. All our precedent. All our citing former legal arguments that went through. You know, like the Nixon thing and all the other things. Now we know. We heard you. We, you called us C words. You said F you. And we got it. We got it, Tina. Thank you, Republicans. For making it to just you know you're so you're so mature with your maturity, telling us now we know we know we're wrong. The Supreme Court forget our fancy degrees, and all our all our our legal books and library. You know, going into the library and citing precedent and citing the Constitution, even citing the God the the the. The, the, the Supreme Court justice himself. We, now we know. It needs to fucking stop. stop. What are we afraid of? Are we are so afraid of, of Donald We're Trump. Afraid. We are afraid. We're afraid an insurrectionist is going to come in and be a dictator on day one, day two, day three, day four, day five, you know, all into the, the, the day, day, day. Every single day for the rest of our days. That's the freer. You know, that's what the the Constitution says. Don't let it even happen. The people, you know, we're not afraid of the people. We're just afraid of the mob. The mob of morons that are going to put an insurrectionist. You know, like the Constitution says, you could choose, but you can't choose an insurrectionist. You just can't. You can't choose somebody that violated his oath. Okay. Yeah, Tina.
0: Why? Because our country was good under him,
1: it was <laughs> good. safe, it was flourishing. It so- flourishing? I got a very good word for you. It was flourishing. What is it, a flower? It was flourishing. It was good, you know, because we could say the N-word. We could say the C-word. We could say, you know, we could drink as much bleach as we wanted. We could take as much horse pills as we wanted. We could kill half a million Americans and had mass graves. Remember how great those mass graves were? We had, like, mass graves like nobody ever seen. Like I
0: said, Trump 2024, motherfucker, fuck out of here. And fucking third world
1: fucking... She just puts a fine point on it. She saved the best for last. She puts a fine point. She just, you know, put a... She just got that... Yeah, she got that crazy caring eyes... Supreme Court, my name is Tina Forte. And I'm a, I mean, come on. That's what they, that's the best they got. That's their, that's who they are. <laughs> I mean, it's incredible. Um, Here's, well, here's another filth, filthy, disgusting person. Here's Stephen Miller. I just want to play this. The Nazi Jew who hates himself and hates America, talking to Jesse Waters about immigration. We are being conquered. Are this, is this is a complete is resettlement fascism. of America in real time. Now, when you have millions of people coming in from different cultures and different ways of living and different belief systems, unless there is massive, large scale deportations wow. by the millions, it will be irrevocable. Can you believe these people? Yes, but tell me again about the fascists. Tell me again, Roseanne, about the fascists, the Stalinists, the communists, the socialists, the bitty, the dee, 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 dee. Yes, I'm not a fascist. You're a fascist. This has got to stop. We want to vote for our insurrectionists. We need the insurrection. America was great under donald j trump it was great when he undermined the integrity of elections and and to engage in all those voter suppression efforts remember remember when he called people up and he was like i just want you to find eleven thousand something something votes Yeah, remember how he pardoned war criminals? Remember that? Ten worst things Trump did. He pardoned war war criminals. Trump showed a flagrant disregard for the rule of law by pardoning Blackwater contractors who massacred unarmed civilians. Remember that? Including women and children. Yeah, I remember that. He vetoed the Bipartisan National Defense Authorization Act that uh, veto, vetoing $741 billion in military spending and a 3% pay raise for the troops. He vetoed that. You know, but the Republicans love the troops. 3%, 3 effing percent. That's too much. It's 3% too much. You should just die. You should get nothing. You know, get like the good old days, you, slave labor. He, he ordered the drawdown of the U.S. forces in Iraq and Afghanistan, remember? But though they blame, I, they blame Biden, Trump was talked out of a complete withdrawal, but reducing it to 2,500 troops despite an ongoing terrorist threat. He put millions in limbo by threatening to veto coronavirus relief. Remember when we were hit with the pandemic and we had this clown squatting in the White House despite receiving fewer votes? And he was like, hey, uh, you guys, just uh, look to yourselves. All right? Forget the federal government. He was telling the states, you know, you should all just try to uh, fight over ventilators. Look to, you know, if you find another, if you find a better way, just do it. It's all, it's all haphazard. It's all just nothing. We got no, you know, we do nothing. We got nothing for you. Like that's the Republican way. Just do nothing. Look to yourselves, do nothing. You know, like when Trump said, we love you, have a good life. He might as well have said, uh, tied it up with you're on your own. He, um, let's see, he's also remember he used to disparage and yell at reporters, right? The enemy of the people, right out of the Nazi playbook. He alienate, alienating the American people rather than uniting, of course, you know, the coronavirus, when we have, a, usually when you have a, a national crisis, you, the country comes together. But not under republicans like Trump and this this rotting corpse of a party. They used it as an opportunity to further divide people. they I mean, it could have been an incredibly unifying moment for the American people. Oh, I don't want to wear a mask. I don't want to take a vaccine that might help my fellow Americans or how about the people on the front lines you know the the doctors and the nurses in the emergency rooms that it couldn't take a day off for over a year cuz they and watching watching around the clock you know the 16-hour days watching people croak huh, mass graves like nobody ever seen but that's okay don't wear a mask Freedom, because that's the least you can do. You can't do one thing. You can't put a piece of cloth over your face for your fellow Americans. That's too much. That's a bridge too far. Incredible. He he. Let's see. He of course refused to re- accept the results of an election he lost further dividing the American people. He also discussed imposing martial law after he lost the election. He lost suckers, Republicans. But Republicans, they don't care. They, they hate the American people. He raised housing payments for new home buyers by $500. On it, let's see. On its first day, the Trump administration reversed an Obama administration's action to lower Federal Housing Administration or mortgage insurance premiums for new home buyers by 25 basis points, which could have lowered mortgage payments for over a million households uh, uh, purchasing or refinancing their homes. Yeah, right out of the gate, he fucked the American people. He attacked the Department of Labor's fiduciary rule, which would have required retirement advisors to act in their client's best financial interest. Yeah. Well, well, I remember when that happened. Because, you know, you need to be able to grift from the dupes. You need to be able to take their money, take their retirement and put it in your own pockets like Trump. You don't need that money. Go die. Go die. He delayed court proceedings on the Obama administration's expansion of overtime. Oh, you know, because you don't get, you don't deserve overtime pay. He failed to defend this pro-worker rule put in place by the Obama administration. And it uh, he rolled it back. That's what Republicans do. And this would have raised wages for workers by $12 billion over 10 years and extended overtime protections to 4.2 million more Americans. But he, of course, fucked us. He repealed the Fair Pay and Safe Workplace Executive Order, which ensured that federal contractors complied with worker protection laws before receiving government contracts. Because you're nothing. Workers are nothing. Let them go die. Let them be turned to, you know, let them lose limbs. Let them work in unsafe working conditions. Who cares? It's not you. You need money. And these idiots vote for him, voted for him, and want to do it again. On top of everything, every way that, he, he's, that these Republicans have screwed the American people. He supported efforts in Congress to cut taxes on the wealthy. Of course, we know that. Trying to uh, cut taxes that were supposed to fund the ACA. When the, because that's what the Republicans do. They don't want, you know, that's, they complain. Oh, the ACA so expensive, healthcare so expensive. Thank the Republicans. It goes on and on. He made it harder for veterans to find jobs with a federal hiring freeze, proposed budget cuts that would devastate rural America, proposed slashing job training programs, for uh, and worker wage and safety enforcement. He had budget cuts that would increase roadway congestion. And, I mean, it, it's just every way, in every way, we that he could screw Americans. That's what he did. He's a disgusting parasite. And he's already said he went to this, wherever the hell he was, he was, and he was talking to a bunch of rich donors. You know, he's like, oh, don't worry. This was recently. You guys, I'm going to give you the greatest tax gift. That I'm going to cut your taxes. Why don't you just give him a blowjob too, Trump? After cutting their taxes, after the, the funneling more money into the arms of oligarchs, after screwing the American people more with this Trump tax giveaway that robbed from the working class and gave to the oligarchy, he wants to do it again. He wants to make income disparity and upward immobility worse because that's all Republicans can do. And I don't know. It was so great under, under Trump. Why? what's wrong with them you know why it was great for them because they could they could hate they hate everybody they hate the, they just have the hate let it hate let the hate out hate gay people hate trans people hate hate uh, brown people black people any people that's not them non-christian people they hate diversity they hate difference. That to them is their, They that's, it's not strength to them. They hate it. Oh, yeah. It's like, and speaking of, um, a, uh, another, in another episode of the leopards eating my face, right? I, I didn't know that voting for the leopard eating my face party, that they would actually eat my face. That's, um, a, uh, recently another another gay republican was harassed at a at one of these Nuremberg rallies so black gay trump supporter brutally taunted with slurs at a right wing conference he was shocked i tell you shocked black gay republican podcaster rob smith claimed that white supremacist members of of the Republican Party called him a slur starting with an f for gays and the n word during his Sunday night attendance of turning point usas america fest america fest <laughs> oh god these people um they you know they they talk about america like she's a streetwalker though smith um, posted a video of his brief interaction with the aggressors. Commenters on Twitter noted that the video didn't feature the N-word and Mock Smith for his membership in an anti-gay political party. Last night in Phoenix, I was conf- this is what he said, I was confronted and surrounded by some white supremacists. Well, what are you doing in a party with white supremacists? that don't like gays or blacks in the Republican party. Smith wrote, they shouted the N word and the F word at me to make their point. However, I served, this is what he says. However, I served in Iraq. I never backed down. I don't know what that has to do with, you know, whatever. He's saying, you know, I served in Iraq. I'm one of the good ones. Uh, I'm one of the good N words. I'm one of the good F words. Well, no, don't eat my face, leopards eating my face, at party. Don't eat my face. The accompanying video in Smith's Post showed a group of young white men mocking him as he recorded a video of himself on his smartphone, repeatedly saying, I've got fans. After a while, the men, this is very bizarre. The men started chanting, gay sex. Okay, what do I say? If only these republicans would get help. These people clearly want the arms of a big strong man around them. Gay. That's what you chant? Gay sex, gay sex, gay sex. Cause they want gay sex and they are cowards. Maybe they. It's like uh, that woman. What's her face? The uh, the mobs for liberty woman, who is a uh, you know who hates gays but is uh, is gay herself. Right. So it's. I mean, they are they're 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 typical. It's so boring how how basic they are if only they get help just get fucking help i know it it, it is it takes courage and that and courage is anathema to a republican it's it's a foreign concept but do it anyway what a very bizarre thing to chant to somebody gay sex gay sex It's incredible. When the men quieted down, Smith replied, yes, Nick Fuentes loves gay sex. The crowd then booed him. One man said, no, he doesn't. Another led the group in chanting F word. The group then started chanting America first. Wow. They were certainly born in the wrong time in the wrong country they should have been born in 1930s Germany that's for sure one guy on one commenter on on twitter replied saying black guy lying about being called the n word as usual even then it's ju- even then it's just a word see they want to be able to say the n word of all the words there are they need to say that one. And what have I said forever? Repu- I've said this to people who are normal people, and they're like, "Oh, come on!" I have said this for years. Republicans think they're not free unless they can call people the N-word. That's it. That's freedom to them. Not you know, it's not going to a doctor when you're sick. It's not taking a day off or you know, living wages, retirement security, freedom to uh, you know, get an abortion if you need one. And, uh, no, 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 the freedom, they want to be free to be as disgusting as they are to hate people openly and not have any backlash. And I remember saying this to one of my friends and she was like, oh, come on. That's, you know, they think I'm being hyperbolic. It's not. No. Uh, uh, do they keep, do, can they stop proving me right? Th- that's it right there. Even then, it's just a word it's not just a word it, it is a it is a word yet yeah, technically but it's a word with a historical weight to it and a denig- and, and a degrading historical weight that it holds a lot of pain and th- that word was the last word that many human beings heard before they were illegally, uh, extrajudicially and, and, and ugly, uh, and dragged to their death or hung, you know, or, you know, murdered, murdered, hanged, I should say. So have some compassion. Oh, that's too woke. That's woke thinking. Being a human, giving a shit about somebody but yourself, that's too woke, you see. But it happens all the time. Republicans are. uh, How many times that were. uh, We've seen it before where Republicans, gay Republicans, uh, Republicans of different pigments, have been shocked. When the 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 Republican hate turns against them, like Caitlyn Jenner, they constantly, consistently misgender her and h- harass her, calling her Bruce. We have videos of this, of them chasing her through the whatever Nuremberg rally. Being her, I mean, why? You know, why? Why do you want to put up with that shit? But the fact is, why? You know, when you think about the idiots that do it, why? What's wrong with you? What do you care? What? What is your damage? But you know, Republica, There you go. There's, you know, it's like George Santos, Caitlyn Jenner, uh, the uh, so-called LGBTQ republicans benefiting from the work the, uh, the the blood sweat and tears that progressives the the world uh, the policies progressives fight for against the conservatives against the republicans they take advantage of all of the benefits that we like uh, that we uh fought for they they without any consciousness about it, without even the manners or the maturity to say thanks. Yeah, log cabin Republicans and the uh, whoever, uh, uh, I mean, even that. There's always stories about the, the log cabin Republicans being disinvited from uh, certain Nuremberg rallies and them being shocked. Disappointed. I mean, they have no self-respect. Oh, I'm a fiscal. That's what they say. I like the fiscal policies of what? Of funneling money into the oligarchy's pockets. The fiscal. There's not. There's no uh, economy better than th- the Biden economy right now. Right. Oh, it's not breaking through though. of Americans think that Biden's economy sucks. Well, shut the fuck up and maybe inform them. Because they go on Fox News and all they hear are the lies and how everything sucks and how they're going to have to get violent. And then they turn on the so-called liberal media and all they hear is that everybody thinks it sucks. Why do they think it sucks? When it's this and it's that, but they just keep harping on it. Unbelievable. Job creation, there's been a surge in household wealth, 14 million jobs added. Trump is the only president since Herbert Hoover to leave office with less jobs than W- than he came in with, and it was before the pandemic. Oh, they because they blame the pandemic for everything. Oh, it was the uh, that was the? No, it was before. You see, I'll show you. I have a chart right here. Oops. Hold on. Let me see. I have a chart. I swear to God. I swear it. And thank you, Jim, for your second super chat for my birthday. Happy birthday, Tara, Jim says. Thank you. If you want to make me happy out there, become a patron at patreon.com. And I will, my goal during next week is to get the memberships on the YouTube channel up and running. All right, here's a picture of economic growth. You see oh, this is the first lockdowns. Here's the coronavirus. Look at all those jobs. But look at the jobs here right before the 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 scumbag just you know killed Americans in the coronavirus. And look at how the little tiny line of jobs. Look at Biden. Even, okay, you have the surge after. Look at that. Look at all those jobs. Boom, boom, boom. And I and I see, you know, when they talk about it on, uh, like, Larry Kudlow, he, he makes a face like he just smelled a fart. Because they don't want to give Joe Biden any credit. And Trump was like, if if I'm not elected, if Joe Biden is elected, there's going to be a, there will be uh, a depression. Remember that? There will be, everything's going to suck. All right, so before we go, because I see the time is ticking down, we have about four minutes left. I just want to, I should have probably said something about this earlier, but um, because it was on the list that right before we went on air, I don't know if you noticed that all day today, Trump smells, hashtag Trump smells has been, um, trending. Trump smells. Well, it seems Trump is very, he is very triggered about Trump's his, well, he's triggered, you know, because he is a filthy fascist and it's all about the outside and he's who who doesn't believe that trump smells it's sort of like when they talked about well everything about trump how um you know you hear the stories where of him saying oh you know i don't get it why you know disparaging veterans and people who gave their lives for this country lives and limbs calling them uh you know, losers, right? Oh, well, these losers, uh, I don't get it and whatnot. It's not like anybody was like, well, gee, that's so, that's just so out of character. It's so unlike him. But uh, according to Adam Kinsinger, Adam Kinzinger, uh, he tweeted earlier that people should wear a mask in Trump's presence. And he said that, where is it? He said that of oh, where the hell is I'm generally I'm genuinely surprised how people close to Trump haven't talked about his odor. It's truly something to behold. Wear a mask if you can. And a Trump spokesperson knocked the ball back into Kinsinger's court with a response Adam Kings listen to this. Adam Kinsinger farted on live TV and is an unemployed. Fraud. Wow. You see, this is what we're dealing with. Children. Actually, what? No, he didn't fart. I mean, I think they remember. I think it was there was a noise when Eric Swawa was being interviewed. Nobody is it. Nobody knows if it's a fart, but these idiots kept playing it. Oh, he farted. Cause they're 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 immature, they're children. And to say, and then of course it, they go on. He has disgraced his country. He has, and he disrespects. Is talking about Adam Kinzinger. He disrespects everyone around him because he is a sad individual who is mad about how miserable his life turned out. Who does that sound like? It certainly doesn't sound like Adam Kinzinger. That's Trump. He's a sad individual. I mean, can we get off the schoolyard already? That's what's so tedious about these idiots. They lack, uh, what have I said? I know, all the time, Republicans lack the basic, fundamental, just the bottom, I mean, just the bare minimum of maturity required to function in a free, democratic society that they can only pretend to love. All right, well, anyway, keep coming back, it works if you work it, so work it, you're worth it. Yes, Elise, on the chat, they are so pathetic. They achieve nothing at all. Nothing. Worse than nothing. They add nothing. They add poison. They make everything worse. But we will win. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. Merry Christmas, guys. We stick together we win my name is Tara Devlin I'll see you soon become a patron patreon.com slash Tara Devlin thank you Charlie APS Radio News thank you all for your support I'll see you alright guys 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 I don't know maybe I'll have a, my show on Tuesday I don't know I have to think about these things my birthday show you know what song is in my head Cause we played "Oh, Oh, Holy Nightmare." That's a tradition on the Malloy show. Every year he plays "Oh, Holy Nightmare," and that song is in my head. Mm -hmm. Fall on your knees. I can't do it. I won't. I won't do it to you. I won't. I just won't. I'm nicer than that. All right, my friends. Listen, listen, listen. Thank you so much for hanging out. Every Friday night at 8.30-ish p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Makes me, gives me a reason for the season to keep going. Keep going and growing. Yeah. I love you all. I can't thank you enough. I should put this up more often. My my identification. All right. Listen, guys. I love you. Yes, you have to look that up. Oh, Holy Nightmare. It's a song. I don't know. what the, uh, It's somebody sing. It's the worst version of Oh, Holy Nightmare. I don't know where he got it from, where Mike got it from. Uh, but if you want to hear it you should listen to tonight's Mike Malloy show it's at the end of the show if you're not a truth seeker you should be if you're not a supporter of Robin Kincaid's head on show with Robin Kincaid you should be this is the triumvirate we call it even Mike is at the he is the pinnacle of course He's the master. We are the students. But it's the three. The, the power of three will set you free. Me, Robin, and Mike. The power of three. All right, my friends. Look at Boudicca. She's a good girl. She is a good girl. Have a wonderful Christmas on Monday. We'll see what happens. If I get, if I feel like it, maybe I'll do a show Tuesday. Oh, thank you, Robin, for your super chat right under the gate. Peace, love, you rock. Happy birthday. Pre Merry Magic. Thank you, Robin. Very much appreciated. Hugs, holiday hugs to everyone. Elise says, Happy birthday, Tara. Thank you. Thank you, guys. I do love you all. I love hanging out with you every Friday night. At this little channel we got going on. Hopefully, we'll keep going and growing. Tell your friends about it. Invite your friends. This is our hanging out time around the campfire, as Mike would say, too. Okay. We're trying, uh, in fact, I got to get on Robin's case. I've been, uh, we've been threatening. To do a show. Robin and I like to add to just do another show with the two of us. I think we should. And on this, you know, on this channel probably. But Robin is dragging her feet. I have to get on her case more. Because she said that she has to clean out of her studio and whatnot. Hopefully in the new years. In the new years, A O C, the C is for coward. All right, my friends, I love you. Twisted nerves painting says I am wearing my ugly Christmas sweater right now. That's nice. It's Hans Gruber, Gruber, falling to his death. That's amazing. <laughs> That's the best Christmas sweater I've heard about. That is so funny. Where the hell did you get that? That's amazing. All right. Guys, guys, guys. And and for those who don't know, I just looked it up. Die Hard's John McClane removes Holly's watch and breaks Grubber's grip, resulting in Hans Grubber falling. Now one of the most iconic scenes in action movie history for those who don't know. All right, my loves, my loves, you're the best. Remember, we do have a discord page. You can come and hang out there. You could post, you could contact me, uh, directly and other things. All right, my loves, my, my, my beautifuls, my preciouses. You are the precious, and we will win. Have a great Christmas. Happy Saturnalia. I owe Saturnalia. I usually do a Saturnalia show. I didn't do it this year. I don't know. I'm feeling I'm kind of down. Just down in the dumps. It's all right. I'll get over it. I have my emotional support, cats. I have you. My emotional support, humans. Humans. My emotional support patrons. (laughs) All right. My name is Tara Devlin. We stick together. We win. We do. And uh, happy Christmas. Merry Christmas. All that stuff. And I will see you. I'll see you next week on my birthday show.